Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 113 of the Big Boo Cast. Melanie and I are so happy to have our good friend, worship pastor extraordinaire, husband to Angela, Travis Cottrell with us on the podcast this week. We're going to talk about a variety of things. We're going to answer a lot of your questions And as always, it is just the most fun to get to hang out with Travis and talk about life and family and funny things. So stay tuned for that. Before we get going, though, I want to take just a second to tell you about something that Melanie and I both really enjoy, and that is a kind bar. I've mentioned them before because, as you know, we love kind bars for a lot of reasons. They're an easy snack. They're an easy lunchtime fix. They are made with ingredients you can recognize and pronounce. Really high quality, nutrient dense, whole ingredients like whole nuts and whole grains. Plus, all of the kind snacks are gluten free and low sodium and have no sugar alcohols and made without genetically engineered ingredients. So all those things are great. Well, I have even more good news for you because Kind has a new line of kids' granola bars. These new kids' granola bars have a taste that kids love and the wholesome ingredients parents want. These Kind kids' granola bars are the perfect companion for lunchboxes everywhere as we all start to gear up to go back to school. So when it comes to packing your kids' lunchbox in the morning, you might not have time to cut, say, some fruit into some star shapes, but you can still be a lunchtime hero. Kind Kids Bars have 25% less sugar than the leading kids granola bar, and they come in flavors kids love like chewy chocolate chip and chewy honey oat. That is a lunchbox win, everybody. We happen to have a special offer for you to try Kind Kids Bars. All you have to do is go to kindsnacks.com boocast and enter the code boocast at checkout to receive 20% off of your order of Kind Kids Bars. That's kindsnacks.com slash boocast and enter the code boocast, B-O-O-C-A-S-T at checkout to receive 20% off your order. Full offer terms are available at the link in the show notes. Alrighty, y'all. We're so glad that you're here and we hope you enjoy episode 113. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. Hey, this is Travis. It's Fry Daddy. Yay! Yay! <laughs> the best day. The best you day. Know, you know what's so funny? Uh, so we just joined this new gym called Nine Round. Have you heard oh. of Nine Round? No, it's just like CrossFit. Oh. It's like a kickboxing craziness, like insanity. Like orange Theory. 
it's it's uh, it's of the devil. But we just joined it, and you have to have a you have to have a nickname. And so I have lots of church friends that go to it, and they were giving me all these names that they thought I should be, like you know, skinny jeans or or whatever, <laughs> or lost in the eighties. And when I was signing up, I was like, "What should my what should my nickname be?" And Angela goes, "Well, Fry Daddy, of course." There you go. Well, so there you Fry have Daddy it. it is. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm betting at a gym, nobody else had taken the name Fry Daddy. <laughs> right. It's kind of interesting <laughs> watching your heart rate go up and your name's yeah. Fry Daddy. <laughs> calories lo- calories burned for Fry Daddy. That's right. Okay, yeah, I, I got here just in the nick of time. I don't. I don't understand. So it's your cal. That means your calories are displayed. The ca- the calories that you're burning. So it's a yeah. So there's a there are TVs up. It's a small. It's a kind of small gym, and you put on a heart monitor. Okay. And you wear it for your whole uh, workout, and okay. it shows what your heart rate is. It shows if you're if you're getting into a like a high burn level, and mm-hmm. at what percentage you, you know you try to keep it like around ninety percent of something. <clears throat> I don't know what, but and it shows the calories that you're burning. And it's just a 30 minute workout. I love this workout because I'm so I'm I'm undiagnosed ADD, but I'm so ADD. Right. And if there's if if I'm going to work out, there has to be a social element and it has to be not doing the same thing over and over. Okay. And so this is kind of like that because there are nine rounds and you do each round for three minutes. Oh, it's like circuit training, kind of. It's like Mm. circuit training. Yeah. Okay. With a lot of kickboxing stuff. And so, yeah. That sounds kind of fun. Okay. It is fun. It is fun. Okay. Are you planning on incorporating some of those kickbox moves into like when you do your worship set at LPL? LPL? Yes. Yes. Okay. Perfect. I'm I'm working on my round kick right now for the. Okay. I feel like that's very like Sammy Hagar, David Lee Roth. If you can throw in a roundhouse (laughs) at a dramatic moment. That's one, my, uh-huh. that's one of my that's one my favorite things Melanie's ever said for some reason. <laughs> yes, we're gonna sing our hit. I wish they all could be Beth Moore Bible studies. Thank you. <laughs> and then a dramatic kick. Oh golly, that's so funny. So why, why'd y'all start going there? Just for something different? I just needed I needed a I needed a kickstart, no no pun intended, but I, I just was needing something new and a lot of these a lot of the young people in sure. my staff my church staff here, they were doing it. They're like, Come come do nine round, come do nine round and so I did. I liked it. Well good. Okay. Okay. I'm like that though with a workout. Like I get bored. I need to I need to have something new because if I if I can start to like anticipate what's coming next then I despise that workout with everything in my mm. being like I do better if it's changed up a little bit yeah 100% and I've got to have people there like do not expect me to show up at a gym by myself more than once every six months really yeah, See, yeah I got I'm so social I've got to have know. people distracting me from the pain and <laughs> you know <laughs> making it fun See, I like to get by myself it's like a it's a mental thing with me, but I will say like, like yesterday afternoon, I went and just got on the treadmill and after, I think I'd walked a half a mile and I was like, I, I'm not walking one more step. This is the most boring thing I've ever done in my whole life. I cannot stand it for one more second. And normally I kind of like that. And so I moved and got on a, an elliptical for about 10 minutes. And then I was like, I'm so bored. I can't stand it. And so I went and did wait. So I get why that mm-hmm. would be fun to be like on a circuit like that to, to just mix it up and to have people, I like to be encouraged, strangely yes. enough. 
every once yes. in a while when I'm working out. So even if, it, I mean, I don't need a lot, but just so I can see where that would be. That would be fun. Yes. And I'm an E. I mean, you yes, know, it's, you it, it satiates my E needs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. See, my eye just wants to crawl into myself right. and, and, <laughs> and observe. For the most yeah. part. There's nothing like the, you know, I like the cheerleading too. And they're all, the, the leader's always cheering. And it's always fun hearing, keep it up, Fry Daddy. You got this. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> nice. There, yeah. There you go. <laughs> hey. See, whereas if I'm working out and somebody gives me like a woohoo, I'm like, okay, I'm leaving. Goodbye. Yeah. Now, Thank I don't you. want a woohoo. And I don't want anybody to tell me that we, that like, let's do this or you've got this. I, at, at, that, <laughs> at that point, I'm gone. Like, bye. later. <laughs> I just need somebody to say, like, good job, or, hey, it's good seeing you here again. That's all I need. Just an acknowledgement that I'm here, really, will we'll, we'll be enough. But don't yes. don't say, let's do this ever to me, because I'll say, let's don't, and bye. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. No, ma'am. Mm-mm. Okay. Anything, um... Anything of note in anybody's lives that you would like to share? Do we want to have share time? Anything going on? Melanie's been running up and down the road. Yes, yes. we have been traveling. So we've been to, well, Caroline has really, I knew our July was going to be busy. So she's been to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. She went to camp there and then she got home and then she and I went to Dallas. Well, actually Fort Worth last week. And then we leave for College Station tomorrow. Wow. So I know we're very busy um, and then we're home for like a week and then we go to the beach and then after that we're kind of done. Then we're, then we're getting into back to school mode at that mm-hmm. point, but we've been, we've been traveling. We've been doing some traveling. Travel. What about y'all? Let's see. Well, we spent a week or half of a week in Boone visiting my daddy and my family and that was fun. And then we had a living proof in St. Louis this past weekend, which was awesome. I've mm-hmm. got a couple stories about that. And we are getting ready to go on the Living Proof cruise next week. Oh, so that's kind of wow, where right. kind of where my brain is. Like just this week, like so month yesterday, I was like, okay, I should start thinking about that. Yeah. So is the whole family going? The whole family's going. Yeah. So it's like our vacation, which very I'm fun. A- I'm I'm such a beach guy. Like there's such a void in my heart this mm-hmm. summer because we didn't go to the beach this summer. But I'm nevertheless so excited about this cruise. Well, so excited! I've become a cruise lover. I I never went on cruises, and then I finally started saying, you know, that I'd go on these singing cruises, and I loved them. And so now I kind of roped. You know, Beth Beth has not been big on cruises, and so she when she said yes to this, she goes. Travis, you know, I'm, I'm trusting your, uh, your love of this the past yes. three years. And so I, I hope, I hope it's, I hope she has fun because it, it is a lot of fun. I have not okay. been on a cruise since I was in graduate school. So, but I will say the people who like them really seem to like them. I'm sorry. That was David texting me. Well, and the boats have changed since then. That's what I mean, you're here. Not no. Mayflower, but... <laughs> you trying to tell me that the boats aren't the same as they were 30 years ago? <laughs> what do you mean that the boats aren't the same as they were in 1994? What do you mean? Oh. Um, the funny is I, I muted my computer um, right when I said that because I thought I could and because I didn't want the emails to ding. And 
but it muted y'all. And so I said that, and then y'all were totally silenced. And I was like, oh, I offended them with the boat comment. <laughs> we're just, so offended. Uh, it's like the time that, well, we've mentioned it a thousand times, but it's like the time yeah. when we were just getting to know you and we started talking politics. And Melanie, I thought we had offended you deeply. <laughs> Because your internet went down for a second. Your internet went down. And we were like, well, that was nice. That was fun. I'm glad that friendship, that three-minute friendship was so great. Really went the distance. I had to say the P word this week. Let's move on. Oh, listen. Sorry. Um, Okay. So, y'all, so you're going on a cruise. That's a big deal. And Lily is traveling with you now to do Living Proof. To to be on the cruise team, which is awesome. Yes, she's not going back to her school this year. She's gonna. She has three credits, and she's going to take those at, at like dual credit classes at Jackson State. Okay. Wow. And so she's gonna travel. She's gonna go to Nashville for some voice lessons. She's gonna. She's got two days of studio sessions this week. That's awesome. Gosh, she's like a grown up. She's like a grown she's, up now. She's a grown up. She works at a bakery here in town three days a yeah. week. Well, I did. I did think just as I followed along on social media this past weekend when y'all were y'all were in Missouri, I thought, how happy is Travis Cottrell in this moment? Like, how? And you you actually you you now you sent me a message on Instagram at one point, but we didn't get into this. I I thought like you had to be just outside of yourself with the whole thing. (laughs) Yes, and Jack was with me too because he travels and does. Merch. 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 Table up front for merch. <laughs> merch. That's my so fra- favorite Andy Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. It's so <laughs> that's so sweet. I love that. Yes, and so it was fun. And something interesting that we did this past week is you know the one real downside to living in Jackson is we're so far away from airports. Two hours to National Airport, an hour. Yes. 25 to Memphis airport. And so this week we flew, there is a $30 one way flight from the little tiny Jackson airport to St. Louis. What do you mean? $30, $30 one way to, to fly in an airplane, to fly in an airplane from Jackson, little teeny Jackson airport to St. Louis. And then, so Columbia was just an hour and a half drive from St. Louis. So we, got on that tiny eight-seater plane oh. and flew to St. Louis. Uh-huh. And then I was going to say, away. The, the $30 to me is explained in the fact that you're not really on something that people would call an airplane. Right, you're right. More like, it's like an air scooter. You're like kind of like you're scooting on over to right. somewhere. And you yeah. got to know that I don't like to fly. It's not for fear. It's because it's I get sick. Mm-hmm. And so I don't like to fly, but this was literally the smoothest flight. Like I was... I always arm myself with distraction to keep myself from getting sick. So I had loaded up, you know, the great British baking show on my phone and w- had my earphones on. And I didn't even know we were in the air. Well, cause you really weren't. You were <laughs> right. You were just, you were sort of like right below a cloud. I feel yeah, like. Yeah, like basically like doing the long jump on field day. Oh, it really yeah. was. You flew at about 5,000 feet. I feel like. And, <laughs> Yeah, and there was a there was a guy up front peddling to keep the propeller going <laughs> right. around. Right. Yeah, like Evan Rude on the Rescuers. Uh, and yeah. so and there's one. There there are daily flights to Atlanta too. They're sixty dollars because I guess That's it's more. Awesome though. 
more fuel or whatever. But yeah, I'm going to start <laughs> taking advantage of that. They, got, they have to get a here's, second peddler to get to Atlanta. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Here's what here's what I want to know about this flight. This is going to tell me something that I need to know. Did you have to verify how much your bag weighed and or your weight before you got on this plane? Was oh, I had to stand to on a scale with my backpack <laughs> on my back. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Okay, um, that tells me all I need to know. Okay. Check, please. Yes. No, that's not happening. A cruise isn't happening. That's why I don't go anywhere because I can't. <laughs> I don't like sketchy forms of transportation. Listen, y'all, well, when we went yeah. to, to Kenya last summer, the day that we left Nairobi to go on safari, we um, we were on a plane. It was probably maybe a 10-seater, I think. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. There, I mean, it was fine, I guess. Like, but the pilots are just right there with you, sort of just right there. You're all sitting together, kind of. They have a, there's a little, mm-hmm. I, I mean, like I could have crawled up in the cockpit had I wanted to, but, yes. but it's, it feels a little perilous, honestly. And like, you really do fly low. You cause I mean, I'm assuming Travis, y'all flew pretty low, right? We flew, we flew low. Yeah. I'm actually, I was about to, I'm going to, I'm going to put some, a little video and some pictures of it on the on the on the gram later today because it and it was a beautiful flight like i got to see you know <laughs> the ground from 20 yes. feet up yeah amber waves of grain uh-huh. i mean it was all right there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so will uh, you do this again yes i absolutely will i would rather do that and drug up with a bunch of ginger mm-hmm. than than drive two hours at I, three in the morning to catch a morning flight. It's I, just the worst. I totally get that. I, I really, I have, I have very strong sympathy for you and what it takes for you to get to an airport. I really do. Yeah. That's a pain. It's stressful enough <laughs> being 15 minutes away from one, like just trying, you know, just cause it's just a hassle to fly. And so for you having to, to drive. And then when you get back, from wherever you've been, you've got to drive some more. That's brutal. Yeah, it's brutal. Okay, well, yeah. I'm, I'm happy for your $30 flight option or 60 if if they need two, 60. two peddlers. Right. Oh. Okay, are y'all ready for some questions? Sure. Um, yes. Okay, hold on. Oh, I forgot to say what we've been doing this summer. That's, that's what I was supposed yes. to do, right? Um, so... We, David and I went to New York for a few days, a couple of weeks ago, just the two of us. And, um, that was fun. And, um, it was very, I've mentioned how it was. Was it hot? It was. I didn't know. I don't know if you've mentioned that. Was it hot? I don't know. It's (laughs) it's 420 degrees. Um, but that was fun. And we went to see my daddy for a few days. Alex stayed with daddy and Martha. Um, a few days with daddy and a few days with Martha while we were in New York. And, um, but besides that, we've just been getting up early. David and I have alternating to go take Alex to football at six in the morning. So anyway, so that's where in summer school. So, but I will say y'all it's, it's the funniest thing. And y'all know, cause everybody's kids are getting older, but like he gets himself up every day. And gets himself all together and all the stuff that he needs for the morning. And he has not complained one time about that, which blows my mind. Because how much would I have complained about that? I mean, I would have yes. had some things to say about <laughs> about 6 a.m. workouts. But he loves it. And I don't mm-hmm. understand. But I'm so, gl- I'm so grateful. Yeah. 
I know that's how, I mean I think that with Caroline and soccer I'm like she just does it all and never complains and so I'm like well she clearly loves it because I would have some complaints oh so many right. complaints listen mm-hmm. um okay I am okay so here are some questions and I'm just gonna go in random order this is one from Haley Here's Haley's question. Haley left several questions. I'm just going to use the last one she left. She said her oldest starts kindergarten this year. Oh. She said, any words of wisdom? Mel? Oh, God. I'm trying to think back that far. Um, <laughs> well, bring Kleenex the first day because you're probably going to cry. Oh. Um, but I also think, you know what, to me, the school years have been the most fun years. Like they go by so fast. Like somebody had told me, I remember when Caroline started kindergarten, they were like, once they start school, it's like a freight train. Like I know I've said that, but it goes so fast. Um, but they're so fun because you get to see them start to like, they start to learn all the stuff. And mm-hmm. I just think it's a really fun season. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like kindergarten, look at it as a new beginning, not an ending. Oh, that's really sweet, Aww. Melanie. Well, <laughs> That's Thank really you. sweet. Travis, do you have any words of wisdom? <laughs> you know, it's hard to say without sounding cliche, but there's no there's no preparing you. Like all the things that you hear when you say, don't miss a moment and don't blink and all that kind of stuff. Like even when you're prepared, mm-hmm. when people do their best to prepare mm-hmm. you, that this is going to go fast and you're going to have a, li- a thousand regrets you know, mm-hmm. when it's over, there's no, there's no getting around it. Like that is no. the price of admission to adult children. Like oh. you, there's, there's mm-hmm. no getting around it. And then they grow up and you're like, Oh gosh, it, it went so fast. Did I, did I, yeah. <laughs> I do everything I need to do? Did I see everything? Did I say everything? Did I love them well? And all you got to do is stay right in that moment. And give everything you got, I guess. Right. That sounds a yeah. little bit like a Neil Diamond yeah. song to me. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Stay right in that moment and give it everything you've got. I feel like you can make it up right now. <laughs> give there. it all you've got. <laughs> Do it for the children. <laughs> children yep. well. Did he sing teach your children well? No, that was Peter But he could, he could have. He could teach have. He could have. your children well. <laughs> There's really, there's nothing on the planet that makes Melanie happier. There's really not. It's, it's the joy of my life. It's the joy. And I didn't even ask for it in advance. Normally I'm like, Hey, make sure you do the Neil Diamond. I didn't even ask Travis. You just know it's my love language. It really is. I got even, one of the questions was like, I don't have a question, but just please Travis sing something like Neil Diamond. See? You're a real, you're a cheap podcast date. Let me tell you. It is. That's well, all I need. That's hey. all I need. I don't, I don't care about the funny. Just bring the Neil Diamond. That's, That's right. all I need. Um, so I would say, here's my thing. If this is what I look, and again, this is my own, sort of my own baggage, I guess. Um, and Melanie knows this because she, she was sort of omnipresent during this phase of my life. But I feel like because I am introverted, I, like, I just didn't feel the compulsion or the, the desire even to sort of dig in with, um, like, to kind of look around in Alex's classroom and sort of find other mamas that I could get to know or whatever. Like, and I was, you know, I, I think at that point I was working part time, but I, I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't 
really pursue any kind of relationship with. I just was sort of, I picked up, I dropped off, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And like, and I really do think, and I think I've learned this the hard way. I think there's a lot of good and a lot of, um, on a lot of levels that comes from maybe just finding one person every year that, you know, you just, you build relationship with because by the time they get to high school and everybody is kind of all in bigger groups and that kind of stuff, it's just, I think it's, it, it would be really neat had I done it to have had all those relationships formed over the course of all those years. I didn't really clue into that side of school life until probably Alex was in fifth grade. So I would say like, not don't just stay in the moment with your kids, like stay in the moment with parents too. Not that you have to yeah, be in everything all the time, but just, <clears throat> just one person, just find one person who, who you can kind of navigate the year with and, um, I don't know, hang out with. Yeah, that's good. So, okay. That's a good word. Thank yeah, you. that is good. Um, okay. <laughs> this question made me laugh. This is from Melanie, not Shankle. Okay. Um, I didn't send in any questions. But it says, do you ever have, and I think she means with your spouse, confrontation in front of your kids? How do you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I will say, I feel like I already know Travis's answer to this because Travis and, and Angela haven't had a fight since 1988. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but. Melanie and I might could speak to this a little bit. Um, do you ever have confrontation in front of your kids? How do you avoid it? Oh. <laughs> uh, do you avoid it? Is that How the do goal? You, avoid it? you don't have a spouse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. seriously. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Okay, okay so, so Travis, honestly, you and Angela don't, y'all don't argue a lot. Um, no, we argue some and it is, it is of high importance to her to not fight like in front of the kids. Right. I don't mean like to be fake in front of them because they clearly are in on some stuff, but like we're not going to raise our voice in front of the kids. Mm-hmm. And we don't, we don't raise our voice anyway, but well, you're a if there's a super intense moment, if there's a super intense moment. Um, we're going to take it elsewhere. Uh huh. Gonna go outside or yeah. something like that. That's. Yeah. I have a friend whose parents always did that. Who, um, I mean, there's so many levels to this thing because I have a friend whose parents always went outside. She never saw them disagree with one another. But and then my parents never. There were only a couple of times that I saw them disagree in in front of us. But but it, that also gives you sometimes I think an inaccurate idea when there are issues. Right, you don't. You're not giving mm-hmm. them the tools they need to yeah. navigate it themselves when they're married. Sure, because yeah. that's why when every time David would and I would would argue when we first got married, I would think, well, this is it. That's it. Like we're done. That's it. Because I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know how to move forward out of that. So there's a there's a balance in that. Melanie, what would you say? Yeah, I mean, I think same because I think for Perry and I, like, just because my parents were divorced when I was eight, and then Perry's dad passed away when he was about the same. And so neither one of us had seen, we hadn't grown up in a home with a marriage, really. And so I think it was that we didn't know. And I do want Caroline to see. Now, if it's something really serious that either concerns her, if we're having a disagree, we're certainly not going to disagree about something regarding her in front of her. Right. Um, and then if it's something serious, we're going to wait until she's gone or we're going to go in our bedroom 
or whatever. But I do want her to see, and we've had the conversation. I'm like, you're going to, I mean, you fight. I mean, yeah. that's any, I mean, you're not going to live with another human being. I don't care who it is and not have some disagreements. But I feel like most of the fights she hears us have are like over stupid stuff. Like, did you throw out the sausage I'd grilled that was in the refrigerator? And then I'm like, no. And he's like, yes, you did. And I'm like, no, I didn't. It's right here. And then, you know, she's like, quit fighting. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that. listen, this is the tip of the iceberg. This is about, you know, but it's stupid. It's just that kind of stuff. Like, um, but if it's a big, serious thing, I mean, clearly we're not going to break that down. And I think also it's, is she's gotten older. Sometimes she'll hear us cause we'll get, and we'll have like family discussions where mm-hmm. we're discussing something that's going on and we may, Perry and I may disagree and she'll hear that. But now I'm like, well, that's, you know, that's life. People are going to have different opinions. Right. Yeah. But we don't yell. I mean, the thing is, is if anybody's going to raise their voice, it's more likely to be me because I get frustrated. But my frustration with Perry has always been that he would be like, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. And you're like, I wish you would yell. Uh-huh. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but he's he's a quiet, he doesn't raise his voice. Yeah, Angela's kind of the same way. And I have, I was raised, well, I mean, they weren't huge yellers, but they, they duked it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Mm-hmm. I yeah. just have learned not to duke it out. I'm glad I do, I'm glad we don't duke it out. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like we have if like same kind of thing here. <clears throat> if it's something really serious, or if I'm like dialed up to ten about something, that's going to be a conversation I'm going to wait to have if Alex is not home. Um, but sometimes things just happen. Like I, when y'all were talking, I thought about there was a sunny morning a couple of years ago where we had a huge misunderstanding and it like, and it was, it was really not about that thing. I don't think in the end, I think it was really about a bunch of combined, you know how sometimes you just, there's a straw that breaks the camel's back. But one sunny morning, like it just, we sort of, I mean, we were both so frustrated and Alex was home and it was that kind of thing where he would walk into the, the kitchen about every five minutes and go, y'all stop fighting. And I, <laughs> and I hated that because I didn't, I don't ever want him to feel like he has to play referee, but it was one of those things where we had to move through it. Now, the good thing about that was that after we sort of, and we missed church because we couldn't pull it together. I was super upset, but we ended up meeting some friends afterwards for lunch. And then we just kind of laid out what had happened in front of our, with our friends. And so, and and they were all like, yep, been there. Yep. Yep. yep." And I I thought, well, at least he sees that, that everybody deals with this at some point where, you know, like sometimes your feelings can get away from you and I don't, we don't fight a lot, but, but um, I also don't want him to think that that you can go through your whole, your whole married life and it, and there not be conflict. Cause sometimes yeah. you just, you know, you just have to settle something. So anyway, yep. I don't know. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, Here's something that we do do. What? Is that we, tr- we don't have meaningful. Uh, well, we've kind of slipped back into this, but we try not to have meaningful conversations after not like nine o'clock. Uh, that's a good, that's a good rule. David would like, support just, that it, wholeheartedly. Nothing mm-hmm. good. I mean, just like mm-hmm. you just know, unless you gotta, unless you gotta, you know, get yeah. something off your yeah. chest before you can even sleep. But I mean, we just try to keep it light. After yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I've learned that. Like I, a lot of times I'll sit and go, if I feel annoyed about something in the evening or really any time I'll sit and I'm now, 
I have grown as a person to where I'm like, I'm going to sit on this for mm-hmm. maybe half a day and yeah. see if I'm still annoyed because it could just be my mood. It could be because I was hot. It could be because I was hungry, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like, I'm just going to sit for a minute. And then if I'm still annoyed, then I'll bring it up. Right. Yeah. I, I would say David hates any kind of, of meaningful discussion or intense discussion after about eight like he's yeah. he's winding down at that point and so and I I kind of I used to be like Melanie said I used to feel like I needed to say if I had a feeling I needed to say it and I'm much more likely now to to sit on that thing and process that thing and pray about it and mm-hmm. and I and really wait before I I speak cuz odds are it's not it's not a life or death situation it's just a matter of whether or not we really need to talk about it or not yeah any other marriage um suggestions while we're at it i know how we all any other any other things it's so funny this is probably oversharing i mean not in a tacky way but (laughs) angela's kind of private but i uh I, i do remember like i went to bed early last night we're we've been this summer we've been just like kind of lazy like we've had more margin mm-hmm. than normal. We've got two of our three kids that are driving. You know, it's just like we're starting to fill that space. And uh, she's been writing, y'all know, for mm-hmm. like yes. this Bible study for months and months. And so for just a little brain release, she's been watching some Netflix show. What was it called? Something. Oh, I, I asked her what it was this morning because I said, I know we'll talk about Netflix. So tell me what you're watching. She told me and I forgot it. It's some some kind of detect British detective show. Not Sherlock. Uh, Sherlock. No, something murder like uh, Murder. She wrote. Mister- <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to sign on to Netflix and see because it'll be in her. But anyway, it's been turning out like a lot of a lot of nights. She will. After dinner, she'll write a little bit, and then she'll take a break and watch a Netflix show. The kids will be gone, and I'll be sitting on my—I'll go to bed early and watch the Great British Baking Show on my phone, uh-huh. <laughs> and, we, and fall asleep doing it. And uh, oh. so last night, just as you're talking about this, I remember having this vague men- memory of uh, just like rolling over, and, and she was awake, coming to bed, and I was half asleep, and she said something like, "Let's see, we t- we said like two words to each other tonight, didn't we?" Mm. And then she said, uh, who won this week? There's four more words for you. You know, she's asking <laughs> who won the baking show. And I didn't know. I fell asleep. Oh, that's funny. It's funny. Yeah. I don't know. I I will say, I think one of the, here's one of the sweet things about marriage. And even when you get frustrated is I was thinking about this when we were in New York. Um, and I think Travis, David had actually just been texting with you. And then he led to a conversation that he and I were having, but it really is like I love how we've changed since we've been married. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Like I there's something about the fact that we, at this point like we've covered this expanse of time together, 21 years or whatever. He is so different than he was when we got married in some ways. Mm-hmm. And um and I am so different than I was when we got married, but I think kind of the the grace of getting to, to walk all that out together, even when it's really difficult and sometimes, you know, you just, uh, is, is the changing together. I love that. Even when you change kind of in different ways. I just, I don't know. I, I love, 
I love that part of it. Kind of seeing yes. people become more of who they are over the course of time mm-hmm. and learning yeah. to sort of sit in that. And I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense yeah. or not, but mm. yeah, mm. no, I get that. I think it's so true. Cause what is it? Somebody said, and I think it's so true is like being married for a long time is essentially you're married to different people. You know what yes. I mean? It's all these different versions because you're like, you're so, I mean, God, we're so different than we were. We were 26 when we got married, you know? And it's like, that's, we've lived a lot of life. We've mm-hmm. gone through a lot of stuff. So, um, yeah, I think that's, and I think it's the difference of you grow and change because, like I think for me, I'm so much more vocal than I used to be because I think I used to always, I used to keep the peace at any cost. And it yep. took me a long time, which is so stupid now knowing Perry the way I know him. But now I'm like, well, he's not going to leave, you know, like to be now it's like, well, I can tell him how I really feel about this. And we may be mad at each other for a day, but it's all going to be fine. Yeah. So there right. you have it. Yeah. yeah. Same. Well, I mean, Melanie and I are both nines on the Enneagram. Yeah. So same. I would keep that. Like I thought I had to manage everybody's peace. Mm-hmm. When we were first married, I had to manage my piece. I had to manage his piece. I had to manage the piece of anybody who might enter. Like I was really like, I, I felt like that was something I had to control. And that's just fake peace. Like that's not real peace. Yeah. And Mm-mm. so I, I'm exactly the same. Like, the, like learning that you can still, you can still disagree. You can still get mad at each other like that. And that's not a, a, that does not destroy your long-term peace. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hello! I, of course, do not mean to interrupt, but I want to tell you about a couple of things before we resume with the rest of this episode. Here's the first thing I want to tell you about. Casper. Casper is a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get your best dressed one night at a time. After all, you spend a third of your life sleeping, so you really should be comfortable. And the experts at Casper work tirelessly to make a quality sleep surface that cradles your natural geometry in all the right places. Casper products are cleverly designed to mimic human curves, providing supportive comfort for all kinds of bodies. Casper mattresses also have a breathable design that helps you sleep cool and regulates your body temperature throughout the night. With over 20,000 reviews and an average of 4.8 stars across Casper, Amazon, and Google, Casper is becoming the internet's favorite mattress. Even better is that prices are affordable because Casper cuts out the middleman and sells directly to you. You get hassle-free returns if you're not completely satisfied And you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. So, get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash bigboo and using the promo code bigboo at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. That's casper.com slash bigboo and use the promo code bigboo at checkout for $50 towards select mattresses. Terms and conditions apply. Alrighty, here's the second thing I want to tell y'all about. Melanie and I both love it when we discover something that makes our lives easier. 
Recently, I ordered my contacts through a company called Simple Contacts. And y'all, it is a total game changer for anybody who wears contact lenses, as I have done since I was 14 years old. If you wear contacts, then you know how annoying it is to have to get a prescription year after year just so you can buy more contacts. Well, Simple Contacts is changing all that by using technology to make renewing your prescription and buying contacts really, really simple. Here's how it works. Using your phone or computer, you can take the Simple Contacts vision test in five minutes from literally anywhere, your couch, your office, the airport, if, if that's how you want to do it. And a real doctor reviews your test within 24 hours and writes you a new prescription. And then bang, a fresh supply of your brand new lenses is on the way to your door. Simple Contacts brings the doctor's office to wherever you are, whenever you need it. And if you have an unexpired prescription, you can just upload a photo of it or your doctor's information and order your lenses in minutes for a great price. They do all the hard work for you. Y'all, a couple of months ago, I tried Simple Contacts for the first time and I was skeptical because how is the computer going to know what my, my eyesight is? But it really was so simple and it really did work. And I took the eye test really quickly. I got a notification not too long after that somebody had, had read my test and then my contacts, my favorite kind, were here just a couple of days later. Simple Contacts offers every brand of lenses and their prices are unbeatable. The prescription is just $20 and the shipping is free. Best of all, our listeners get $20 off their first Simple Contacts order. To save $20 on your lenses, just go to simplecontacts.com slash bigboo20 or enter the code bigboo20 at checkout. I want to be sure to mention this is not a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. You still need to get those occasionally, but this is the most convenient way to renew a prescription and reorder your contacts if your vision hasn't changed. Again, check out Simple Contacts and get $20 off by going to simplecontacts.com slash bigboo20 or just enter the code bigboo20 at checkout. Give it a try and you can thank me later. Alrighty, here we go. Back to episode 113. Okay, here's a question from, it's just an initial, so I don't know, but Jay. Okay. Um, and I know Melanie, for a fact, is going to laugh. She says, what are your best organizational tips, products, or just things you do? <laughs> Y'all? Anyone? Oh, I got nothing. Uh, yeah. I mean, I am yeah. one of, I am not at all organized. No, nope. me neither. I mean, thank you and good night. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. Like, I'm really not organized. Travis? I'm not either. Travis, are you at all organized? Mm -hmm. Yes. I think um, I have some organizational abilities and I prefer to be organized, but it's strangely selective in my life. Yes. 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 I like everything to be organized. I don't necessarily like to be the one to organize them. I've said it a thousand times. Yes. I do not have a brain that it's good with systems. I cannot come up with a system. I can follow somebody's system, but I cannot come up with a system. So my mama could like crazy, but I cannot. But like last night, yesterday afternoon and last night, I cleaned out my vanity in the bathroom 
like the drawers and under the sink and all that mm-hmm. and got everything off the counter. And, and I, it felt like a new day to me. And when I woke up yes. this morning and I saw it, it was the best feeling ever. But, yep. but I wouldn't, I still don't really know. I, I wouldn't say that that vanity is organized. It's just cleaned out. It's kind of like my closet. Like, I don't know if it's technically super organized, but at this point it's cleaned out. Yes. So, yes. um, I will say though, I, I've mentioned it before, the app, the Wonderlist app helps me a lot. Just like keep track of what, of errands and things that I need to get done. Um, but in terms of, of systems around the house, I don't, re- I don't really have a lot. No, I'm same. I really, I love the idea of being organized. I wish I would, I could, I know you can hire people, but I'm not going to spend that money because here's the thing. I told Perry one time, I said, I would love to have somebody come in and organize all this. And he said, here's the problem. You'd spend all that money and a week later, it would be back to, I'm just going to put the pepper in this drawer because it's the closest (laughs) place to me. And that doesn't do you any good. So it's like, but now my closet, you know, I love to clean out and organize my closet. Mm -hmm. Um, But even that, it's my version of organized. If a professional closet organizer were to come in, she would probably be horrified by my closet. But to me, it feels organized because I have my sleeveless shirts and then my short sleeve shirts. And then it makes sense to me. It's probably not the way a professional would do it. Right. Well, I will say I um, I am organized as a writer, like in terms of if I'm whatever I'm working on, like I will organize my computer files. Those are always or- really organized, which is weird because that doesn't seem like my personality at all. But it's very important to me to be able to find what I'm looking for when it comes to that part of my life. So maybe it's just that we're organized about the stuff that we really love and then the stuff yeah. that's sort of peripheral like the kitchen, the spices or whatever, whatever. Yeah. It's like, I'm the same way about my computer files. Mm -hmm. I got them all. You keep them organized? Okay. Yes. But you probably got like music stuff on there. Like, because I, I really am pretty organized on my computer too, because I've got stuff by book, by chapter, by next book that I'm thinking of. Like I'm, so if that is pretty orderly. Mm -hmm. So I think it's the stuff that we love. We, we, we tend to, and then the other stuff we just sort of let fall away. Travis, you're a seven, right? On the Enneagram? I thought I was a four. Oh, you are a four. Okay. I don't know. I've only done the like quick, like two minute version on the phone once. Okay. So I need to, I need to do it for real. Okay. I was just curious. Um, okay. Okay. Here's th- this question from Joy says, when you aren't writing or reading, so... <laughs> Mm-hmm. When you, okay. Travis laughed at reading. Um, right. when, when you aren't writing or reading, what's a real life hobby you each personally enjoy? <laughs> I does like watching. Does binge watching on Netflix count as a hobby? Totally counts. Are you looking hobby. for knit? Are you looking for knitting? No. Are we looking for? Uh-uh. No, I, t- binge watching totally counts as a hobby. Thank you. Uh-huh. Um. I mean, that's probably, I mean, if I'm going to do, if I have time to myself, that's probably what I'm going to do. I don't really have a hobby per se. Travis. I don't either, except the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, if, if I have time, besides, if I'm not writing or reading, and I do enjoy both of those things, 
But I'm going to, like, I feel like I've done some of my best binge watching here over the last couple of weeks. I mean, I have really, I feel like I've been committed. I feel like. Well I, done. Thank you. Um, I, I feel like I've covered some ground, but I really do. Like, I really, and I like to cook. I will say I love to cook. Yeah. So if I, you know, like if I have, if it's rainy on a Saturday or something and I don't need to be working on some writing or there's not a book I'm into, I love to get in my kitchen and, and cook. I love to chop things. I love to saute things. Mm -hmm. Um, That's super fun to me. So I would say, I would say cook probably. We love, I love to have, I love to like host like yeah, I love to have people over have and people we, we're over. in a season where we haven't done it very much at all. But I mean, even if like <laughs> our kids are having people over, I, that makes me happy. I'll spend a weekend just getting ready to have, you know, five or six kids over something. That That's my favorite thing to do. We're having people over Thursday night and like I've got my, I've got my list going of what I need to make sure. David sent me a couple of things. He's making homemade ice cream. He sent mm-hmm. me a list this morning of some stuff that he needs. Like, I love kind of getting ready for that. I love kind of getting the house straight and all that kind of stuff. So that's fun to me, too. Yeah. I, Kelly, I feel that. like you like that, too. I do. Yeah, I like when we're having, I mean, I wouldn't want to do it every weekend, but I like when we're having people over. I like, because it just, part of it's good for me because it makes me do stuff to the house I wouldn't normally do. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like I just, you take care of stuff. And, but yeah, I like hosting. I like having people over. I like to cook. Um, but yeah, I, I am not a. I'm not like a, I've never had like a hobby hobby. And I, I think too, in this stage of life, we're all the same. I mean, like if I have a hobby, it's going to watch Caroline play soccer. Seriously. That's my other, yeah, you know, same, and I know y'all same. are same. That's your, that's what Sporting you do. Events. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's my, that's my other hobby. Okay. Here's a, um, Travis, did you have anything to add to that? No, I do not. Okay. <laughs> um, here's a question from Ruth. Ruth said, and I think we've talked about this before. But what is your favorite perfume, Travis? You could say cologne, or you could talk about perfume for Angela. Either way. Melanie, do you have a favorite perfume? My favorite, I really like anything by Joe Malone mm-hmm. are my favorites. But I love that um, wood, sage, and sea salt. Yes. Is my, that's my perennial always favorite. Um, just because I like it because it's pretty mild, and it never smells too strong. But I feel like it lingers, and it's not a, it's not a real sweet I don't like a sweet florally smell. Yep. I was going to say my favorite is the Joe Malone um, lime basil and mandarin. But that wood sage and sea salt is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would I would say same for me. Travis, do you have a favorite scent? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us. Is that more, hazel? Travis. No, that, that must have maple. been. That, I was going to say that, that must have been. maple. Yeah. No. Like, are we talking a scent you wear or just a basic scent? No, it's like a scent. Well, I mean, yeah, let's go either. either. What, what scent either. do you like, just in general? I mean, like, there's not a happier scent than anything that smells like a Christmas tree to me. Like, okay. that's my uh, that's a good one. scent in all of the world. Um. Okay, what about cologne? Is there a cologne you like? Um, you know what? I've gone, I go back and forth, but I always come back to CK1, which is very really? yes. dumb, but I, it's light and I like it and Angela likes it. Okay. okay. I like, I like, and I like it when she, she has this, she has the same, uh, same perfume that she still has that she keeps buying that, uh, she wore when we dated Aww. for some reason, it's still my favorite one. It's just like. It smells like happy memories. 
Oh, oh called Sam Samsara. Oh okay. yeah, I know Samsara. Melanie, can you yeah. envision any reality where Perry and or David would say something about us smells like happy memories? <laughs> not, not even remotely. Hey, no, somebody, not even. Uh huh. Somebody asked me in the comments today. She said, "I feel like we don't ever see David. Does he not like social media?" And I was like, "Well." Or does he hate, hate having his picture taken? And mm-hmm. I was like, yes, he does hate having his picture taken. Um, yeah, that's true. He doesn't. He doesn't hate social media, but um, but he doesn't also doesn't have the same affection for it that I do. So I just sort of like he doesn't care much about it. So I don't feel any need really to pull him into it. Um, yeah, just like gratefully, he doesn't feel any need to, to pull me into it when he wants to go to Best Buy, you know, and walk around and or geek whatever. Out. Yeah. yeah, he's kind of off the grid. In a, in a super cool way. Oh, thanks, Travis. He'll love mm-hmm. that you said that. But he has a little He's just off the, off grid. the grid. He's, mm-hmm. yeah. He's not super into I, it. And that's fine. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. think Perry's not super into it either. Perry's not. He doesn't have a Facebook, an Instagram, a Twitter, none of it. Like, nothing. He's totally, I mean, he pretty much posts on, like, one forum that's about guns and ammo. And that's pretty much the extent of his computer footprint. Yeah, David <laughs> likes to follow it. our friends on social media. Like he likes to see, like on Facebook, he likes to see people's pictures and all that kind of stuff. He says he likes that, uh-huh. and he likes to see videos of service men and women coming home and reuniting with their families. And he likes to see stories about dogs. That's what he okay. likes. <laughs> well, and I'll say this, and I it's probably the same as true of Perry. I just don't know him, but uh-huh. David, if he chose to tweet, he would be one funny guy. He would. Be. I mean, oh. he is. He's funny, and he he would he would be ama- he'd be amazing daily read he on the be, socials. But he would also be very unfiltered. Um, right. Yes, which would be bring what would would be what was funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Perry on Twitter would be really probably the end of like any kind of ministry <laughs> career that I currently have. <laughs> that would be the end. He would be a liability. It would be like remember Bill Clinton's brother. Like that would be that. That's what we would have going on. So it's really, which is why I don't encourage him. I don't say, hey, why don't you get on Twitter? No. Right. Why don't you just stay off? Why don't you I'm just still, stay off? I'm, still Let's, real <laughs> I'm just saying. Let's just keep certain things within the walls of our home. <laughs> They're better there. <laughs> you know, I love, 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 like, I love an unfiltered Perry opinion. Um, oh, I mean, it's, but yeah, I mean, the sad, I, I don't know. I, I love mm. that David's not super into social media and all that, just because I think because so much of what I do is, um, I mean, I kind of, I have to, to participate to a certain degree. And so, and I, I enjoy it. I mean, it's not just that I have to, I really do enjoy it, but there's something about the fact that my real life and my day-to-day life and social media don't converge a whole, whole lot makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But speaking of spouses, you know who I think has a lovely online presence and she's doing more and more, which makes me happy, is the Angela Cottrell. Absolutely. No. Yes. I feel yes, like hers is very, it's a similar vibe to me. I feel the same, whatever that serotonin is your brain, when I see Angela Cottrell's post or read something from her, it's the same as Jennifer Garner. It's very, yes. it may be about cooking. It may be about some like landscaping out by your yes, pool. It's flowers. like, it's very, 
Yes. yes, it's very peaceful and it feels very life giving in this in the, these times of internet yes. strife. Well, and she, I really it's, it's it's Angela. It's really what yeah, it I was going to say. It's, it's her. Yeah, it's her. She yeah. is that yeah. way. Yeah. And yeah. it's so funny. She would love that you said that about Jennifer Garner. Let me tell you this: she couldn't tell you what Jennifer's show was. She couldn't tell you yes. who Jennifer was married to. Yes. Uh, but she Jennifer was on TV the other day, and she goes. I just want to listen to her. Yeah. She just, okay. it was there some commercial. It was like, what's in your wallet or whatever it is she does. She was uh-huh. like, you just want to listen to her, don't you? Mm-hmm. So she'll appreciate that, even though she yeah. doesn't know who she is. No, it's the same kind of feel because it's always happy, but it's always peaceful. It's never, it never feels like it's trying hard. It's just because it, and I think with Angela, especially because I know that's just her, but I really enjoy when she posts. She's also tricky, funny. Like she tricks she you. Is. Like you think yeah. you don't know how funny she is, and she's she's very sly about it. And she's uh-huh. not like an E where you know it's like, look at me, I'm funny. Yeah. But she uh, <laughs> she's very sly on the funniness, and she, she's very funny. Yeah, she, she is, is funny. funny. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I, it hit me the other day, and I don't know what I was. I don't know what post it was, but I thought that's one reason why I have always been so drawn to Angela because her disposition, like her, just sort of daily disposition is so similar i'll cry saying it it's so similar to my mama like Mm. it's so she is so at peace when she is home and when she's making her house beautiful and when she's taking care of her family like that is her happy place now angela also has this whole other thing going on where she is just like crazy brilliant when it comes to scripture and matters of faith but there's yeah, but, she's dropping truth bombs. Oh yes, she is. But her disposition is so is so comforting to me, and that that so comes across in her. Like you could you just she's not going to get rattled. She's just not. Yeah, she's not going to lose her full mind. And um, <laughs> and you know I will. So there's I don't know I I, I so enjoy her on on Twitter and Instagram. I really do. Uh-huh. She's just she's a treasure. And. And Travis, you never have to worry a day that she's going to be like Bill Clinton's brother for you. Like, you never... <laughs> <laughs> Every, everything's intact and safe. Yes. Um, right. Okay. Last question, everybody. Are y'all ready? And then we can talk yes. about whatever if we want to. Um, do your book publishers, or I would say, Travis, for you, your music publishers, give you ideas of what they want to see for your next project? Or... Do they give you full reign? Do you just kind of get to to write about what you want to after you've written for a little while? Mel? Oh, me first. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I think pretty free reign in the whole scheme of things. Um, I feel like there's been, because I've got to write another book. I don't know if I've mentioned that. <laughs> um, I'm legally bound to write another book. And so I definitely had to submit something to them for approval. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like when they sign us, I mean, you can speak to that too. So I feel like when they sign us, they're kind of like, they know what we write. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think if I came back and said, I've decided to do a cookbook, they'd probably be like, no, we, you don't know anything about cooking and you're not organized. That would be a no. But um, I feel like pretty free reign in the whole scheme of things. Trav, what about you? Yeah, pretty much the same. I mean, we, we talk about, you know, like, oh, this next one's going to be a Christmas, Christmas project, which is what i'm doing right now but um yeah they just kind of let me they they give me some guidance here and there but they don't say here's your next topic yeah 
Yeah, I would say same for me too. And I'm working on something honestly right now. What I because I don't I'm not sure exactly what it's going to be. I think I know, but I'm not exactly sure. And so I haven't even written the the publisher proposal part yet. I'm just writing to see to see what's there, and then hopefully they'll be good with that. But but no, not a whole lot of direction, which I appreciate because you, you there's some freedom there. You know, you feel like you you can be led into something as opposed to having to stick to some kind of formula that's been set out for you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think it changes, too, because I know with y'all, sometimes a project, it starts one way and it kind of goes a different direction. And sometimes you don't, it's like, well, I didn't see that coming, right. you know, so. For sure. Yeah. Okay, well, y'all, I just got a text from Alex that he got out of class early, so I've got to go pick him up. Okay, I've got to go run Caroline to her next appointment. So we're all, there we go, back to, back to being an Uber. Back to real life. Well, I thoroughly enjoyed getting to hear y'all today. I thoroughly enjoyed it, too. Maybe we should mm-hmm. do it again next week. Maybe we should. Well, well we Mel- should. Melanie, you'll be out of it. town, won't you? No, I'm around next week. Oh. No, I'm- <laughs> well, let's do one early. more. Yeah, okay, yeah. well, let's do it. Let's next, next Tuesday. Let's record another one. Perfect. Yeah, Tuesday's great for me. I will be here. Okay, I'll be here. Travis, will you be here? I'll be here. How okay. about it? I love when a plan Ride comes together. out. We're like the A-team. We're like the A-team. A plan came together. We are. All right. All right, everybody. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye, everybody. Bye. See ya. Bye. I have a fancy mute button. Let me see if it works. Hold on. Okay. How would we? How would we? Oh, I guess we would know. (laughs) It apparently does work. It works. Yes, it does work. I might need one of those, honestly. Melanie, maybe that's our our next upgrade as we get microphones with mute buttons. I'm so glad Travis has this technology for the two times a year he podcasts. I know. But you know what? Text has become the new email. I, I can't answer anything anymore. Okay. I'm a horrible person. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to know. So uh, should I call you? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Mm. Hold on. I'm meeting a pixie stick. Okay. <laughs> Just snap me. Just snap me when you need me. I don't even have Snapchat. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, I don't dabble in the Snapchat because I deal with too much Snapchat drama at school. So I have to be able to say, I don't know what y'all are talking about. I think that's great. That sounds good. Okay. And um, uh, I should have thrown this. um, Big mama. Wait, you're not big mama. You're Mel Shankle. Oh, okay. On what? (laughs) On the Instas. Yes, I am. I am my name. Melanie and I didn't really. Um, we we missed, didn't brand ourselves. Uh-uh, we, we missed, missed that the class. branding. Uh huh. We did. Yeah. Because we're all we're all different things on all the social medias. Yeah. My favorite is like yesterday was one of those days when like I guess it was Study Gateway or somebody tweeted about my Bible study and it's like, come look at Bible studies from at Tim Keller at whoever at at Big Mama and I'm like, well that. <laughs> That's unfortunate. That, <laughs> from, a, from a marketing standpoint, that was really. I didn't take that through. It really. It adds a certain air of credibility. Yes. At Tim Keller, at Beth Moore, at 
Annie Downs at Angie Smith at Big Mama. And you just want to go back. <laughs> if I'm somebody, which Bible study am I going to choose to do? Not the one by somebody named Big Mama. That's not going to be the one I pick. <laughs> All right, Travis, are you ready for us to do the intro thingy? Let me finish this one last pixie <laughs> Travis, stick. Travis, he's multitasking. I'm eating pixie sticks. Hold on. Okay. You know when Travis podcast, hold on, let me finish. I'm washing these dishes and eating fried chicken and driving in my car all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, uh-huh. and writing a song. Mm-hmm. Okay, exactly. I'm ready. Yes. I'm sugared up. Let's go. Ow.